Like a baby in the treetop. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Daddy's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, Daddy's gonna turn it to a lemon pepper chicken wing. Ah! <laughs> Dude, you remember when your grandma used to sing you these songs when you were a fucking kid? Get up, get up, get out of bed. Get up, get up, you sleepyhead. Live life, love, be happy. I'm trying, Grandma. I'm trying. You know, she'd make you watch. Fucking, so you remember the opera singer Pavarotti? Dude, YouTube some Pavarotti. Oh. Then they tried to like bring Pavarotti out with like some fucking Taylor Swift or something like that. <laughs> He's just like, God damn it, I just want to fucking rape kids in the Catholic Church. They fucking sing. I don't know if he did that, but he's from one of those weird countries in fucking England or Rome. I just don't understand how Elon Musk and them are talking about going to Mars and they still got castles and shit in Scotland. Like, fuck it. I, I mean, it's cool to like for like a young millennial couple to get married in a castle that's in a farm that was like aesthetically fucking like they just like designed it it was like born in a baby born in a fucking lab but like a castle on a fucking random field in North Carolina it's just weird and then you got these people, they want to spend 50000 fucking dollars at these weddings. Anyways, go to the courthouse at $75. But long story short, back to what I'm saying, is they still got castles in fucking England and Europe and shit. And fucking, it's like, why? <laughs> For what, dude? I get, like, history, but America is like, you ever, I'm not for the liberals at all, and I'm, I'm totally opposed to, like, knocking statues down and all that shit, but, like, America is, like, so out in front of these other countries, it's fucking absurd, dude. Like, our people are already taking statues down and shit, and Europe, dude, when it comes to, like, history, like, they still got, they're still building castles, they still have castles up everywhere. No one has tried to fucking burn these castles down because you, like, literally can't. They're made of fucking stone, bro. Like, these castles are going to live for fucking ever. Bro, do you think I should run over there and kill this fucking guy that's weeding the edges like how fucking dare you he doesn't know that i'm fucking walking my dog with a cup of coffee drinking a fucking 
drinking an espresso with fucking Ursula, recording a goddamn fucking podcast, and his minimum wage fucking retarded ass is just fucking... I'm going to edge the fucking sidewalk. Dude, who edges their fucking sidewalks? I, Dude, it definitely makes it look better. It's like when you get a haircut and you do the fucking around the ears and the sideburns and the, and the fucking bottom part of half of your fucking neck and stuff. By the way, if you're a young man, you want to change your life... <clears throat> I know that you're a racist white guy who is has been wondering for hundreds of years, like, buddy, has been wondering for like hundreds of years about, you know, I don't know what the fuck is. I got distracted by some fucking lady staring at me with her over Pomeranian that needs a haircut. Dude, when you have a fucking dog, dude, people just look at you different, dude. It's like, you can, I've had little dogs my whole life, wiener dogs, and now I have a big dog, and it's like, you have like a, it's like, you, are you, is that making more of a man, because I have a bigger dog, it's like you're taming a bigger beast? I'm like, dude, should one day I, should one day I have like a fucking gimp, like Channing Tatum, and this is the end, like a grown man on a fucking leash that I just lock in a fucking dog cage. Dude, are gay guys the most powerful people on earth because they fucking, like anybody can fuck a girl, but like they have to fuck a guy? Oh, dude, so many fucking questions, dude. They get to like dominate another guy, like flirt with. Like, guys are, like, sociopaths, dude. They have, like, no empathy, compassion. They're, like, meatheads and shit and can't understand, like, fucking you gotta watch Bravo with your wife every once in a while so you can relate to her, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not gonna kill you to watch The Housewives of fucking Dallas, bro. I'm not saying it's, like, top-notch interesting, but every once in a while something fucked up happens. And you watch it. You know what I mean? Like Vanderpump Rules. Fucking Summer House. Every night is some fucking drama, dude. Floribama Shore. I read an article on CNN. They say that smart people watch reality TV. Because because with reality TV, bro... You're not watching scripted reactions and shit. You're watching fucking, like, caged fucking animals, dude. Like, prime. Like, these people never accelerated. They never got better in life. They didn't get good grades in school and shit. They were like, dude, they were like the quasi-popular kids. If you're popular in, like, high school, you're kind of a sociopath. It's not about you having talent. It's not about you fucking, like... You know, being the best at something, it's like, you're the best at getting ahead. You're the best at promoting yourself over other people. Self-promotion, self-marketing. You're, a, that's what you're the best at. And that's why you're popular. Plus the Cam Newton aura and the energy and all that shit that you get the, the swagger to, you know, fucking 
swagger dude. All right. All those things combined is what makes you popular. And the truth is, you're just a pissed off alt-right fucking white kid who has never been to a black barber shop. Like I was trying to say earlier, brought that shift. Yes. Dude. You got to go to the barber shop and get your hair cut. I'm not kidding you. Sideburns. Beard. Fucking. They edge you up. It's the sharpest, cleanest cut. They take their time and fucking cut your hair. Everything is super fucking clean. The really short, fucking short, shaved head part all the way up to like, you can leave a three or four or five. People are leaving even longer on top now. And so you're clean around the ears. When you wear a hat, it looks clean. You're clean around the ears. You just look like if you put a little gel or whatever in your hair, a little holder, whatever. I don't do that shit. I, I've never worn gel my whole life. Except for when I was a kid and I go to Rainbow Rollerland and I'd fucking spray like a whole bottle of hairspray in my hair and it'd be remember that and your hair like with hairspray, your hair gets like rock hard, dude. You like break a piece of fucking hair right in half. Gel would like kind of be more malleable and shit. You take your bike helmet off and your hair be fucked up. You go, what the fuck, man? Fucking hate the living swear. Bike helmet's the fucking good to school, man. But um, but that's that's the thing, dude. All right, go get your fucking haircut at the black barber shop. Change your fucking life, dude. You'll look so fucking clean. You're a frat kid. With one of those fucking Annie haircuts, dude. You go fucking get your goddamn haircut so you don't look like fucking Sinbad, dude. Seriously, Sinbad made that haircut famous and then the Tua earring. I just don't get why these fucking, these kids, they fucking. They're, they're decent looking in high school and college. They get to the NFL. The first thing they do is get a nose ring. They get a fucking like. A, a bullhorn in their nose. A fucking nose ring dude. You ever see a girl with a nose ring? She sucks cock bro. Like that is the number one sign. You're just a dumb bitch. I'm not saying they gotta be super fucking classy. I'm saying, like, when you're in the 20s and you've got the nose and all that shit, it's just like, this bitch is fucking everybody, dude. You're a dumb bitch. Dude, if you date girls who listen to rap music and shit, whores, sluts. Domestic violence. If you date girls who listen to country music, fucking, they're fine, but they're annoying, closet hidden feelings and shit. Just always looking for fucking things that don't exist. Just look, dude. Real sad people, they listen to like real sad music. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Like, if I would, not sad, but if, like, pretend you want to be in a somber mode, you're going to put, like, Circus Survive on, or you're going to put something, I don't know, fucking, Death Cab for Cutie, you're going to put Morrissey, like, you're going to put these weird fucking binaural beats, remove negative energy, fucking, like, Drake, I fucking trust issues, like, you're going to put all these sad, slow kind of chopped and screwed fucking Olivia Rodrigo fucking weird beats on, right? And you're sitting there and you're sad. And it it actually feels good to be sad. Like sometimes it feels good to be sad and mad. It's like a new it's a different kind of high. You know what I mean? But some people love that high and they want to stay there forever. And so every time they're fighting and every time they're fucking arguing with you and shit, you're fucking like they're just finding a way to get that fucking high because that's what they like. And I don't like that shit. I'm fucking happy. I like positive, fun stuff, but not to the point where I'm a fucking I have to be a bartender because I like it too much. And those are the people who love to be high so much that they take Molly and ecstasy and they club and they're just like, you're just like, relax. It's too much. It's too much. You're getting too old for that shit. You got to relax. So on that nice, fine balance where I'm just a little league coach working on my fourth championship in a row. Fourth ring in a row. You know, and this is great because these kids are going to grow up and they're going to have like 10 fucking... Like, how cool is that ESPN story going to be? Like some kid playing in college football looks back and he's like, dude, I got 10 fucking store. I got 10 rings in Little League. 10 fucking rings. They're going to dab us and be like, whoa, dude. You know, wouldn't that be crazy? You know the best, the the top quarterbacks, the other thing you got to look for, so like Mike Leach won't recruit you unless you like win a national or a state championship and you have to throw for 4,000, 5,000 yards in high school and, you know, 40, 50 touchdowns. Because he says if you didn't throw for that in high school, why would you throw for that in college? Which is a good point. And my high school coach fucked me up because he's – he taught me good fundamentals, really good fundamentals, but he he ran the ball all the time, and I specifically went to him to throw, and he just constantly wanted to, like, run the ball to protect me. He was trying to protect me, you know, like, let me throw when it was advantageous to complete a pass and things like that, but you don't learn that way. You got to throw all the time and throwing completions and touchdowns and interceptions and you got to drop back. And so if you're throwing 500 times in high school, you're going to have way more experience when you get to college. It's going to be easier for you to start. You understand? I kind of want to live in one of those end of the world movies where everybody's dead but me and there's no traffic 
and there's no cars, and I don't have to listen to this fucking bullshit. Dude, who's the fucking lady that sits at the fucking 50th rung deep in the fucking carpool line? Literally, there's like 75 cars in the carpool line for pickup. And they're just sitting there just waiting kid by kid to get in that fucking car. And you're just like, who does that? Instead of just driving up, parking... Grabbing your kid and getting the fuck out of there. Who the fuck, what kind of psychopath just sits there in that line and fucking waits? It's like the people at red lights who sit way, way back, 45 cars back, and they wait to turn left. And you just drive up past them. And cut them off and turn left. And you're like in line for like. You didn't even stop. And you're just like. What kind of fucking loser is in the. Dude if an alien came down. They should blast off all 45 of those people. A beam should come down. Suck their cars up. You know what I mean. Well, maybe they shouldn't do that because why would you save those people? Why would you save their genetics? They're going to be all failures and you're just going to suck them up to your alien ship and they're going to make it worse. And next thing you know, you'll go from having Lamborghini Ferrari alien ships to like Fords, like alien ships made by Ford, alien ships made by GMC. Crazy. I'm really confused about, you got to let the kids throw, okay, period. Kids got to throw a lot. They got to get rid of that CJ kid at Ohio State. He's fucking terrible. Quinn Ewer is making $1.5 million to be the fifth string scout team quarterback. That's really great. That's, dude, how bad is Ohio State's backup that this CJ something kid is the fucking starter? Dear God. Dear God, Ford fucking spaceships. Holy shit, Ryan Day, the he's the guy from Office Space. He's in the show A Million Little Things. He's a fucking, he's that guy with the dark hair. I don't know what the fuck his name is. He's terrible. He's going to get fucking cut soon. He won't make it two more years at Ohio State. They need a proper coach. Hello. I don't know why they're... 
I don't know why they're hyping this Ryan Day guy up. He's a fucking nightmare. He sucks. The offense sucks. The defense sucks. He loses the fucking gayest games. He got fucking murdered in the national title. Okay, he beat fucking Clemson. It's like, who can't beat fucking Clemson? They suck. Clemson is going back to the Woodrow Dantzler days. Remember Woodrow Dantzler? Fucking Charlie Whitehurst? Because Dabo forgot to recruit a fucking quarterback. He got DJ, Ugalele, and he fucking forgot to fucking get someone to push him. And so now what's he going to do? Bench DJ? He has no one. It's crazy how these coaches do this. It always happens. All the dynasties, it always happens. The big mistake at USC is after Liner, they brought in fucking Bodie, and he wasn't that good. He was good, but he wasn't that good. And then they brought in fucking Barkley and Sanchez, and or it was Sanchez and Barkley. And they were good, but they weren't that good. And you just get fucked. And your team sucks. It's like I could fix Alabama like fucking overnight, dude. Overnight I could fix Alabama. Get rid of the fucking shotgun fucking spread option garbage. Get rid of it. It sucks. It sucks. It's fucking garbage. You're running this fucking sugary ass sweet tooth. Fucking little ass running backs. Why is all these running backs like fucking Percy Harvin started this. Every running back is a fucking uh, slot receiver now. They're like some kind of scat back, speed sweep piece of shit. Like there's where the fuck is the Derrick Henrys and the Stephen Davises and the Eddie Georges and the fucking Jerome Bettises and the fucking Beast Mode and where are all these people at? They're gone. And now we have these little fucking scat back pieces of shit that aren't tough. And sure, they dazzle us. And they fucking drive by in Ford F-250s and feel like they're a real man. And they return kickoffs. And they fucking... But it's like fourth and one, third and four, second and fucking six. They either go for a big gain or they get stuffed at the fucking negative one. Lose a yard.
And you're just like, what the fuck is this fucking offense? Then what do you do? Fake the inside zone. Throw a fucking bubble screen. What do you do? Fake the fucking running RPO and then get a fucking flag for Lyman downfield. This shit, this shit has to go, bro. This shit has to go. Urban Meyer invented the running out of the fucking... Like, he runs this... How the fuck does Urban Meyer run for 330 yards, run the fucking spread wing tee... He runs the spread wing tee at Ohio State, at Florida. He runs that. And then he fucking gets to the NFL and he's running some under center bullshit. How does that happen? He, Dude, I know Alex Smith and Tebow were his quarterbacks, but they weren't white like fucking Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is like boogie board, fucking Madeira Beach, surf day, fucking... I don't know what the fuck he is, dude, but he's white. Tebow had to manage a serial killer, and Anthony fucking Hernandez, and the Pouncey Brothers with guns, and all these fucked up situations, and and Alex Smith, he's like a businessman. He's like a LinkedIn CEO. Like, he's like a fucking polished fucking thing. And he, so Urban hates Trevor. He can't run the fucking Ohio State spread run 300 yards a game. He can't fucking run quarterback keepers and shit. He can, but Trevor will get broken. And then they cut fucking Tebow. And that pissed Urban off. That made Urban mad. Urban, like, honestly, probably had a secret plan to use Tebow, and they wouldn't, they literally wouldn't let him fucking do anything at quarterback, and then they cut him, almost as if Tebow was a pawn to set Urban up, like, we're gonna bring Tebow in, and then he's gonna cut Tebow, and it's gonna be a PR stunt, to look like Urban means business. He's he's Jimmy Johnson. Bro, y'all are so anti-establishment that I'm not making this up. You're not going to get any more Jimmy Johnson. You're not going to get any more Bill Parcells. You better enjoy Belichick. It's over. We are going back to the fucking glad hand days. I coach the coach, the coach, the players, the Bowden days, the Dabo. Dabo doesn't feel good. Have you noticed this about him? He's upset. He's not doing good. At Clemson. He knows that there's a chance this could be over if he doesn't get this fixed. But you're not going to see the days of Jimmy Johnson, of Bill Parcells, of of Bill Walsh's. You're not going to see these days anymore. Because it's fucking too tough. 
It's too tough. They're too tough on people. The Gen Z kids can't take it. it it's a problem. They're not going to get hired again. And it's going to... It's sad because it's... That's how you win Super Bowls. Say you win championships is with psycho, elite psychopaths that are very good manipulators. And they tear through people transactional relationships until they win it's transactional until you win then you win a super bowl and then he'll allow himself to partner with you because you're you're at his level at that point do you get what i'm saying you're at the level you paid manning's like i only friends with good they're people you know, I'm only good friends with people who are as good as me. It's because it's, you have to be at that level. You can't stoop down a level. You'll never feel satisfied. You ever hang out with your hometown friends and you're like, you're not sad, but you're not, you're just like not stimulated. That's what that means. But then you go hang out with somebody who's really killing it and you're like, you're enjoying yourself and it's the best fun you ever had, but you're like, you also can't connect because you're not there. You're not at that level. So that's when a Hall of Fame coach will treat you well when you get to the level. So, But Scott Frost, he needs to... I keep saying this. Nebraska needs to go back to the option. Everyone's like, don't do that. It's like, I don't know why not. Safeties and linebackers are the size of fucking wide receivers now. It's like, just pound the shit out of them. Where they're skinny-ass diet, bubble tea, drinking piece of shit, fucking CrossFit workout bodies down. Dude, to a Gen Z kid, they're like, I got my heart rate up. You're over there clanking 225, like, for me, like, 60, 70 times. And these kids are like, I got my heart rate up. Okay. Cool. And uh, this is where we're headed. The NFL's in a precarious situation with Urban Meyer. I don't know. He, I don't think he wants the USC job. Bro, why the fuck would you want to leave Jacksonville with those state taxes and go to fucking L.A.? And then the COVID requirements in fucking L.A., dude, and the fucking... Nobody wants that job. The vaccination vaccination mandates, nobody wants that job. The fucking, dude, you get a fucking paycheck, they take 43% out of it. Nobody wants that job. That's the worst job in America right now. USC, nobody wants that fucking job, dude. Eric B. Enemy, the fucking... Who looks like he was in special ed classes with Frank Gore, dude. He doesn't want that job. And he's the fucking the BLM and fucking meets with Joe Biden once a week to try to get him a fucking NFL head coaching job. So that's where we're at. 
unbelievable. Trey Lance is the only quarterback who hasn't fucked up yet. And they're doing that on purpose. Look, you don't, the reason you don't start is because you're not good enough. Never forget that. Okay? You have to get better. You have to get better. Emotionally is the biggest part. Not the physical. It's the emotional. And when I mean emotions, it's not if you can memorize the playbook, if you're a hard worker. It's if you... Can you, can you live through mistakes? Can you bounce back? Oh, thank you. Uh, Husky. Yeah, she's new. <laughs> oh, thank you. Ursula's her name. I, um, come on. Come on, you motherfucker. But, uh. Long story short, it's it's the bounce back ability. It's the ability to be tough and to stand in the pocket. And, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, one of the biggest mistakes they make is they're afraid to walk over to the defense and talk to them, say good job, clap their hands, meet with their captain, their linebackers, say what's going on, man, what are you doing, all right? They just want to hang out with the the offense. They don't want to go talk to anybody on defense, and you need to do that, bro. Because it's when you talk to those people, that's called the full team, you know, a full entire team, not just half a team. You're the leader of the whole team. You get buy-in from the defense, dude. You get the defense to back you as a quarterback. It's fucking over, bro. That shit's over. You're the fucking. You got it all when you get that. So, you know, and then and then with the coaches, you get the you got to get all the fucking assistant coaches, all the little dude, the, the specific coaches you got to get are these little GA motherfuckers because they're trying to get a job and they're trying to fucking be malleable and they're trying to fucking make a name for themselves and shit and fucking get you know they they don't have the same attachments to fucking losing their job and shit that like a fucking defensive coordinator and all these people have to worry about the media and the cameras and the news and stuff so they'll say some crazy shit like fucking start fucking you know start fucking Charlie you know start dude how about this fucking start Hostetler you know and Phil Sims hears about it and he's like what the fuck you motherfucker. And then no one ever sees the GA again. He dies. He gets murdered. Because you don't ever fucking ever cross a starting quarterback in your life or you're fucking dead. I will fucking destroy you. In so many ways. I'm dead serious. I might even think about killing you. Like for real killing you. Like never seeing you again. Because of what you said and what you did to fucking cross me. You know, and it's like things like that. Like people can't get that intense, bro. They can't get that fucking intense about life. If you're going to cancel someone, kill them. 
because then you actually have to cancel them. You actually have to do it. You're not just tweeting to cancel them or writing a nasty gram or a mean story or sending them back from their Hollywood job, making a million a year to a hundred thousand a year on LinkedIn or even being a waiter, whatever it is. You know, these people don't save their money. People forget in Hollywood, you're an entrepreneur. So when you make a CD, you're almost like paying for it yourself. When you build a stage, you're reinvesting your earnings into your stage. Hundreds and thousands of dollars, etc. Making merch, whatever. But the thing is, is that... And all these celebrities, they couldn't tour and shit, so they maxed their black cards out during COVID. They're all fucked right now in debt. But anyways... My point is this. If you're going to cancel someone, you should have to kill them. Like, literally, nail them to a stake, burn them alive... You know, in the middle of Times Square type shit. Because then it means you're actually passionate and you actually are telling the truth about your cause. Because anybody can tweet, get upset and say something, word vomit, get minor things done. But when you kill someone that's finite, and if you're that hard on to them about wanting to cancel them, well, go ahead and kill them then. And show us that you really care. That it means that much to you. That you'll take their life. And you'll put your life in fucking jeopardy. Because you want it fucking canceled. Right? This is more than just going to the subscriptions in your fucking iPhone. And canceling a few photo editing apps. So you don't reoccur monthly charges. If you want to cancel someone, you fucking kill them and you show them that you care. You understand? You just... The thing is, is shut the fuck up. And remember about when you were a kid and your grandma used to sing you songs and she say get up get up get out of bed get up get up you sleepy head live life love and be happy urban you're not going to be happy losing in the nfl at the dead end the nfl saban didn't like the nfl he's got seven national titles He gets to feel like he's in the NFL because he gets all the NFL players. Urban, what the fuck, dude? Go to Florida State. Go to fucking... Go to Miami. Take the Miami job. the fuck out of there. Be happy. Please. You're going to die from an aneurysm. Urban's going to get fucking, he needs to write a doctor's note and go on FMLA leave of absence. Blame it on COVID. Okay? Let's get the people off Earth who stop at fucking red lights. Let's get rid of them. Die from COVID. Please, God, already. Leave the remaining Georgia Guidestones population of 500... 
fucking thousand, whatever it is, I would be there. That's how talented I am. That's how smart I am. <clears throat> Quarterbacking is, is, I had to memorize 173 plays a game. It's like fucking trying to be a lawyer who, with a cannon arm. You learn to be a chameleon. You've got to manage the locker room like a prison warden. Everyone's an inmate. got to manage the media with smiles and morale metaphors. and got to manage your coaches who want you to be competitive and are trying to manipulate you and sociopath you. You learn all these different personalities and traits and how to juggle them and manage them all. Quarterbacking is a legal form of multiple personality disorder. It's crazy. You know, I like watching Eli and Peyton. It's kind of clunky. I mean, they brought... Dude, can Brett Favre, like, talk about anything other than, like, off-platform throws and wanting to throw it deep and all this nonsense? Like, can he just talk about, like, a real coverage and fucking dropping back and synthesizing the defense and fucking throwing a ball on time? I get the aw shucks, you know. Hattiesville, Mississippi, the state or the river. (laughs) And Peyton's fine, but, like, he's bringing these guests on who won't shut the fuck up. Like, why is Pat McAfee on the fucking... Dude, they're just trying to bring gaming. You know how you do gaming? YouTube... You kids are watching YouTube gaming? That's all this is. Monday Night Football gaming. Live stream gaming. Instagram live. Monday Night Football. You're watching the gaming on YouTube. So. I'm back from walking the dog. All right. You guys have a great fucking day.